Jewish God Foundation Stones, number five of nine in the Why Jesus series. Why the Flood? Greetings and welcome back to Jewish God. Let's press forward in this series, Why Jesus? The story of creation, which translates into the beauty and wonder of the gospel and God's love for all that he made. Keep listening in, and maybe you will have a better understanding of who, what, where, and why. Man might have been restricted by his own fall, but God is under no curse. God had blessed what he had made. He commanded, fill the earth and subdue it. And that is what mankind did. Seth had sons who begot their sons who begot their sons, and the earth began to be filled. And the beauty of creation on earth was seen in the natural realm and in the spirit realm. This makes sense as one could simply watch a sunset and see his glory. But we, you, you are the capstone of his creation and a wonderment to angels. There came a time when some angels took note to how beautiful the daughters of men were. They lusted after them and wanted them for themselves. So these angels, having left their original charge, took for themselves the daughters of men and had children from them. Their offspring became known as the Nephilim, men of renown, the giants. But these angels did not stop there. They went on to teach mankind about charms and spells, astrology and the knowledge of reading signs in the sun, the moon, and the clouds. They taught them of swords, shields, and metals of the earth and how to use them. They taught him makeup and colorings and dyes. However, they taught these things in a perverted way. Evil consumed mankind's thoughts and deeds, but also brutality was inflicted upon them by the Nephilim, a mutation of man and angel. The Nephilim were corrupt and violent. They consumed all that mankind made, and when man could not sustain them, the Nephilim turned to vile acts against nature, consuming mankind and themselves by eating flesh and drinking blood. The earth was filled with evil and with violence and with blood, the cry of which rose to heaven. Our God looked upon what he had made and was grieved. He was sad he had ever made anything at all. The Most High took a strong stance against these atrocities imposed upon his creation and upon mankind. We are his children. We are made in his image. We are not the children of a fallen angel creation. His children were not going to be replaced by Nephilim and consumed evil. God decreed a great flood to come upon the earth to cause utter destruction to it. But in doing so, God never abandoned us, his children. As he looked upon the earth, he saw a man whose bloodline had not been tainted and remained pure from Adam and Eve, Noah and his offspring would be saved, preserved really to reseed the world. It is at this point in the story one not look deeply into scripture, etc., to see a little of how God likes to work. I have known him to be many wonderful things, but as I would describe him now, it would be deliberate, one of process, and really a God of intimacy. He shared with Noah what his intent was for the current creation and even why he had made the decision to flood the earth. He gave precise instructions to Noah on how he wanted the ark to be built. 
He directed the animals to come to Noah in due time, and it was he who divinely closed the door and sent the rains. Noah just needed to stand in a place of trust and belief as he built the ark. Further reinforcing his intimacy and his desire to partner with us, the word tells us God waited patiently for Noah to finish the ark. From the moment God began this orchestration to the end was about 120 years. The rains came down and the floods came up. The great waters filled the land and only those in the ark were saved. Forty days and forty nights passed as it poured upon the earth. Eventually the water subsided and Noah and all that were with him in the ark stepped foot on dry land. The first thing Noah did was honor the Lord. I think this is how we should live our lives. Honor the Lord first. Give him our first and best. Then all else comes after. He built an ark unto the Lord. This pleased God so much he made a covenant with mankind in all of creation on the earth. When the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, he said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of man, even though man's inclination is evil from his youth. And I will never again strike down every living thing as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. Genesis chapter 18 verses 21 to 22. The Lord placed a great arch in the sky, a rainbow, the first ever. The rainbow is an everlasting sign of this covenant of peace the Most High made with us. Reflection, refraction, and dispersion of light in water droplets. So beautiful. I never cease to be delighted to see a rainbow in the sky, an arch of His love over us and covenant with us. When you see one again, remember his covenant and banner over you is love.